What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Trust Your Board Podcast. My name's Stephen Wright, joined by William Monroe. Will, how you doing, man? Doing pretty good, Steve. How are you doing, buddy? I complain. It uh, it cooled down here a little bit. I thought summer was on the way, and apparently, no. Not the case. Yeah, not the case. Which is a shame because we were entering like pool weather, and I wanted to use a new pool, and we got like one day out of it. So, well, at least you got in there. Yeah. Yeah. Is it in ground pool or above ground pool? It is. It's in ground. Yeah, salt water. Gotcha. Very nice. Yeah, fancy stuff. Yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah, we were talking, well, uh, you know, before if we had any NFL news to go over, and and we really didn't. It's been a quiet week. Um, we didn't touch on Julio, so I guess we can touch on it real quick. Do you? Uh, I guess a were you surprised you went to Tennessee at all? Uh, I think that was up there. I was hoping for um, L.A., the Chargers. I think that would have been probably the most optimal spot for him to go for him outside of just staying in Atlanta. Outside of that, though, Tennessee's probably next up, right, out of the realistic spots. Yeah, see, I was hoping for Tennessee because uh, I look at it from a very selfish point of view. And, yeah, uh, L.A. would have made a lot of sense, but it also would have hurt R. Keenan Allen. Um, yeah, where sure. you know he helps our Tannehill hurt someone else's Henry and ideally hurts somebody else's, you know, AJ Brown. So I was it's definitely taking the selfish approach. <laughs> yeah, I mean, targets may not be there as much for Julio himself, but yeah, when it comes to our dynasty team together, definitely works out in that favor. I know I've got Julio in one league, so I was hoping for LA for that league, but yeah, not necessarily for our league. Yeah, yeah, and um. I guess we'll see. It'll probably take a, a couple of weeks for his uh, ADP to kind of play out to see where it evens up at. Um, yeah, I guess it goes down a bit, but I don't know that it drops that much in yeah. redraft. I mean, Dynasty, I, I don't I don't really know how it would affect either. I guess it has to go down in both, right? Yeah, I mean, you could probably make an argument that it could stay the same, but I would assume it'll drop a bit because, I mean, you go from AJ, Calvin Ridley to AJ Brown is a... Uh, it's pretty even, mm-hmm. but you're going from Derrick Henry to you know whoever question mark whoever the running back is in Atlanta on any given year to Derrick Henry. That's a pretty steep drop. So it's not like they're going to be wide open, you know, passing the ball around like Atlanta typically does. So that's got to hurt to some degree. But yeah, I don't know. I would think it'll go down, but it's not going to go down that far. I don't think. Yeah. Probably going to have more quality targets, but less targets, but maybe a chance for more touchdowns if they have more sustained drives than yeah. Atlanta does. But yeah, yeah all, all remains to be seen. Yep. But Indeed. I mean, overall, I think definitely could have been worse spots, right? You could end up in New England or some other spots that are just a little murkier. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I guess we'll see today. Uh, we're doing a 10 team mock draft today. Uh, shorten it up a little bit. Your suggestion on our last mock that we do something a little bit mm-hmm. different is a good idea. So uh, we'll see where he ends up. Um, you are going to be drafting out of the sixth spot. I am going to be on the turn at the 10 spot. Uh, so this will be interesting. Are you in any 10-team leagues normally? I am. Um, we we have been debating going back to 12. We started at 12-team, but now have been 10 for the last few years because a couple people dropped out, and we haven't gotten um, the, the right people that we wanted to get into it. It's uh, my oldest league going on, I guess, year 16 or 17. We tried to keep it within the friend group, but we haven't really had the right people, I guess, to rejoin. So we've stayed at 10 the last few years, which I don't mind it. It's definitely a little bit different than ours, but we have a little bit deeper rosters. So I think in total, we're drafting about the same amount of players that we do. 
yeah, that's what you got to do. You got to make the rosters a little bit bigger, um, mm-hmm. you know, extra starting spots somewhere to, to balance it out. But yeah, it's nice to have something different in there, right? Instead of the same old 12 team for everything. Yeah, I think aside from ours, it's a third receiver with still the two flexes as well as an extra bench spot or two. So I think I think it was just an extra bench spot and a receiver. And with those 20 additional players, you take out two teams, which I think amounted to be about 30. So it, it lengthens out the waivers a bit, but it doesn't give it too much more with an extra bench spot or two. Yeah, that's fair. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, you ready to get started on this one? Yeah, yeah. It should be interesting to see what's there for me at six. I'll be drafting out of the one six, and Stevie, you'll be drafting out of the one ten. Yeah. So we'll see how things shake out here. I'll go ahead and uh, get it started. First off the board, not a lot of surprises here. Uh, McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Kamara, Derek Henry, and Barkley right before your pick. Yeah, and I think. I may be a slightly unpopular pick here, but I am, for redraft at least, a little down on Jonathan Taylor, mostly because of the quarterback change. Going from one of the best checkdown quarterbacks we've seen in years with Phil Rivers being just capped and checked down to Carson Wentz, so I think there's some uncertainty there, right? The offense could be better overall. But he hasn't been routinely a check down to the running back guy. And he, he doesn't have great tight ends, got some decent receivers, but he doesn't check down nearly as much as Philip Rivers does. So I do th- think that the PPR volume isn't going to be what we saw last year and what I don't think a lot of people expected out of Jonathan Taylor. So, I mean, I think he's going to go in the first round. I probably won't have too many shares of him here. You got Taylor and Nick Chubb for the top two available for me. Um, who went off the board, sorry, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley. So looking, I'm, I'm going running back here. I mean, you can make a case for Terry Kill. You can make a case for Devontae Adams, I guess. But with just the scarcity of that running back position and still having a couple of the studs there, running back is where we're looking. And for me, it's, it's Jonathan Taylor or Nick Chubb, who I'm going to end up taking here. I just like the overall offense better it's going to be a little more solidified i think it's going to be much more run heavy i do think indy's going to run the ball a lot a good offensive line but a little more uncertainty there with a player that hopefully takes that next step forward but we you know don't know we've seen guys take a slight step back on into their second year but i think we you know what you get out of nick chubb especially here in the redraft league so gonna go here with nick chubb anybody you're hoping gets down to you there at 10 yeah, so given it's a, a shorter or a smaller league, you know, the tight end position is a little bit more important. So Kelsey would be nice. Uh, other than that, I, I think I'm pretty flexible. As long as the next three picks aren't, you know, Taylor, Zeke, and then Aaron Jones. Uh, if mm. that goes down and no wide receivers come off the board, I'm not going to be too thrilled. Uh, yeah. But other than that, you know, of those three, I mean, I. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on Jonathan Taylor. I would draft him, you know, at the back of the tenth, but I'd prefer a Zeke or an Aaron Jones right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so ideally, one of those I can pair it with Kelsey. Yeah, and I think it's also diversifying away as well. I know we have JT in our main dynasty league. Yep. Um, so yeah, so we'll go Nick Chubb here. See what happens for you. Zeke goes, Terry Kill, and Jonathan Taylor almost gets to see you there at ten. 
Yeah, so as, oh boy, as everything was playing out, I realized Aaron Jones isn't the safest pick on the planet, <laughs> given yeah. the, you know, the Aaron Rodgers stuff going on. So, yeah, I think at this point, you got to kind of draft these guys with the the thought that he's going to be there. Yeah, right? Cause that's we're probably not drafting say. this early ever. So we should know about Rodgers or, or not by the time we get to a good draft at the end of August. Yeah, you got to, you know, assume health, assume everything's just kind of going to stay the same. Mm -hmm. You know, if tomorrow, you know, we're recording on Tuesday, if tomorrow, Wednesday, you know, Aaron Rodgers gets traded, you can just wipe this part from your memory and swap like Austin Eckler out, (laughs) uh, I guess. But uh, yeah, I mean, things would change. But as of right now, he is there. So I will go ahead and I will uh, grab Mr. Aaron Jones. And then, as I said before, you know, in these shorter leagues or these smaller leagues, tight end is a little bit more important. Um, You know, when you have a 12-team league, there's only, you know, in any given year, you know, three or four top tight ends, maybe even two. Um, And you only play those teams, uh, you know, a couple times a year. Uh, But when you're in a 10-team league, you play each team a little bit more. And, you know, having that top tight end becomes much more of a benefit so uh, i would probably rather be in your spot where i can grab a, a great guy like nick chubb and then maybe get a you know a discount on a kittle or something like that but i'm my spot so i'm gonna grab mr kelsey here and uh we'll see what gets back to me definitely worried about the the running back position but given it's a smaller league some things should get back to me there Devontae adams mixon and Diggs go off the board right after my pick it makes it a little tougher because I I was expecting a few more guys to go. I like DK, like DeAndre and Eckler. So those are the three that I'm looking at. Copy there. If we look at just what's on the board, Kelsey's the only tight end taken, no quarterbacks taken. Top running backs, you got Eckler, Cam Akers, Dobbins, Swift, Gibson, Najee. So you, you're past kind of those guys that you are confident and kind of locked and loaded. Right now you're looking at those Eckler and then kind of second year guys that we're hoping take that step forward. I'd imagine at least two of the the four of those guys I mentioned will. You got Najee as rookie. So running back is probably the way I'm leaning here. Tough to pass on a guy like DK or a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, but there's plenty of other receivers a little further down that I wouldn't mind having as wide receiver one to pair with combination of Nick Chubb and, and Austin Eckler. And I think I, you know, possibly look to tight end as well here. At the next round, you know, three six. If you have a Waller or a Kittle available, that could be uh, the move to link up there. So we will see what happens. But I'm going to go with Austin Eckler here. After Eckler, Antonio. I'm sorry, Antonio Brown. It's going to be a while <laughs> before I get that one flipped over. Wow. AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, Pat Mahomes, Cam Akers, and DeAndre Hopkins at the end of the first round. Justin Jefferson, three one. J.K. Dobbins, George Kittle, Najee Harris, and Michael Thomas. So, some interesting guys on the board here. You still have all your quarterbacks outside of Mahomes. Still have the tight end available outside of Kelsey and Kittle. Uh, And then looking at DeAndre Swift, Antonio Gibson, Miles Sanders, uh, Josh Jacobs. So, still some good running backs available. Oh, we got two there. Run at Bushiever. We've got Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen, Julio, Mike Evans, um, and then Waller, Pitts, Andrews. So for me, it is between Calvin Ridley or Darren Waller. 
as you mentioned, you know, tight end becomes a little bit more important to get one of those top three when there's only 10, uh, especially, you know, in, in any league, really. But I think those top three are going to be, you know, just say such a cheat code for the, the teams that have them. So uh, I'm looking here and basically debating risking it now that I know you won't take him. Or maybe you'll go crazy and go with double tight end, but I'm highly doubtful there. So I really just have three teams, each with two picks, uh, to worry about. And Calvin Ridley, as we talked about, Julio being moved and how it impacts him. I think the biggest benefactor outside of our buddy Ryan Tannehill has to be Calvin Ridley. You can argue what's going to happen with Kyle Pitts. I think he's going to see a ton of targets, but uh, Calvin Ridley is locked and loaded, I think, this year to just go off as. You know, I mean, you could argue maybe he has wide receiver one potential overall, but I think definitely a wide receiver one in that top 12, just with the volume he's going to get. The defense still isn't good. Running game isn't great. They're going to have to throw the ball a lot, and Ridley is going to be the benefactor. So we're going to go Ridley here, and we'll see which of these running backs and possibly even uh, tight end like Darren Waller gets back to me. So Calvin Ridley will be the pick. After him, Antonio Gibson, DeAndre Swift, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. A couple running backs go off the board leading up to you. Yeah, all three teams were, were balanced with one running back and one wide receiver, and I was really hoping maybe Gibson could have snuck through for me. Uh, but yeah, but it is what it is. So uh, mm. not a lot changing. I won't read off the board here. Uh, I will not be going with uh, your strategy or your thought there, Will, of grabbing another tight end, although <laughs> it did cross my mind very briefly. Um, yeah. But you just you can't play that way. So Yeah, we'll tight end premium maybe, but not necessarily here. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I will be looking to add one running back and one wide receiver just to, to strike that balance. I don't want to wait to the fifth round to get my first wide receiver. You can certainly do it, uh, but I would rather not. So We'll go ahead and grab our running back here first. Uh, Miles Sanders, Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson, Montgomery. Uh, the uh, top ones available there. I'm Sanders, not bad. I really don't trust him that much. Uh, it, it's actually it's kind of tough. I I am worried about Jacobs and, and bringing in Drake, and I trust Carson, but I just feel like Jacobs has a higher upside. But I mean, if you say that every year about Chris Carson, he just keeps producing. So I think I am just going to take the safer route and take Chris Carson. I don't see, you know, outside of a, a bad injury, I don't see anything going wrong there. You know, they didn't really bring anyone in that's going to challenge them. So I will go ahead and lock in Carson as my running back too. pretty confident there. Uh, for wide receivers, Keenan Allen, uh, Julio Jones, there's Julio. So that's, uh, in a 10 team league, he'll probably go in the fourth round somewhere. So that's where he is ending up, but Keenan Allen, Julio Jones, Mike Evans, Allen Robinson, uh, a lot of good options, as I said, but I can't pass up Keenan Allen here. He should be in a very strong offense, uh, primed ideally to be a wide receiver one this year. So you know, as long as Herbert doesn't fall apart, I am very happy to have him as my wide receiver one. So we'll go ahead and lock him in and uh, see how the rest of the board plays out as I have this long wait. Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, and Chris Godwin go off the board after me. Makes it tough because two of the guys I was hoping for, both there and Julio and, and Darren Waller, mentioned Waller earlier, and he was a thought in the third round. So easily going to be the pick here, but it was the interest of possibly pairing Julio and Calvin Ridley back up after 
we just had the NFL split him up. Uh, but as much as I like Julio, it, you just don't know exactly where the volume's going to go, and you know Darren Waller has a ton of volume there. So love getting him here in the fourth, and you know really, really will be wide receiver too. But locking in that tight end position, not having to worry about that the rest of the draft here, you can just load up on running back and receiver until kind of get that value at quarterback that you like. So Darren Waller is the pick. After Waller, Julio, Mike Evans, Terry McLaurin, Aaron, uh, Allen Robinson, Lamar Jackson, Travis Etienne, Kyler Murray, David Montgomery, Josh Allen, and Adam Thielen. So a couple of quarterbacks go up the board here. We'll take some inventory there. Top quarterbacks, we got Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Herbert, Rogers, Lawrence, Burrow. Top tight ends, Pitts, Andrews, Hawkinson, Fane, Kasicki. Uh, you and I probably won't be looking at tight end the rest of the draft, given that we got two of the top three here, but we'll just review who's available there. So looking at running back or receiver and just kind of trying to strike balance, but not really want to pass up on anyone that I think has a good value. James Robinson, Cream Hunt, Miles Gaskin, Melvin Gordon, Fournette, Javante Williams, Reed Mostert. Not really in love with anyone at this position. I think Hunt isn't a bad pick there, given that I've already got Chubb limit so upside so we'll likely pass on him so we're going to look at the receiver position and you got amari cooper cooper cup dj moore robert woods jamar chase at this stage amari cooper and dj moore would be the two i'd be looking at and i think just the way my team is built i've got a lot of stability with the volume of ridley and waller as well as just the you know the amount of volume i imagine the running backs like chubb mostly ground game and, and Eckler, a good mix of ground and targets we'll get. So I like to kind of get a boomer bust guy here, and Amari Cooper feels like he has that in him with this Dallas offense. Probably will have some consistency as well, but given that there is so many weapons there, he is likely going to have some up and down games. Getting him here in the fifth, I think, is a good pairing with Ridley and Waller for that receiving core. Um, so pretty happy with that there. We'll lock in Amari Cooper. After him, Kyle Pitts. James Robinson, Russell Wilson to you. Wow, that fell pretty nicely for me. So uh, I'll strike the same kind of balance. I'll again grab another running back and another wide receiver uh, just because that running back, you know, that position is going to keep getting thinner and thinner. Uh, Mm -hmm. You had mentioned Kareem Hunt. I think that's a great pick. Miles Gaskin, I Mm -hmm. also think is kind of interesting. Uh, But Hunt is really the guy that I want right now. Uh, Great. Uh, you know, pass catching, obviously, and if something were to happen to Chubb, he's instantly, you know, running back one kind of material. So going to go ahead and lock in Mr. Hunt. And then uh, from a wide receiver standpoint, I think I'm going to do something that I, I I don't recall doing for a little while. And I think I'm going to draft Cooper Cop. Uh, you know, I like DJ Moore, you know, like Robert Woods. Chase, I'm, I'm not super interested in just because I don't want to wait. You know the half of the year for the, the the rookie wide receiver to catch on, like they typically need to wait. Uh, and and kind of like you, you know, you looked and you saw safety and Ridley and Waller. I see safety and and Kelsey and Keenan Allen and Cooper Cups. You know, he's an interesting player because I don't want to say he's boom bust. Uh, we've certainly seen some bad games from him. He seems somewhat touchdown dependent, but there's also plenty of games that he's had, you know, great games without touchdowns. So, 
you know, he's got a weird feeling to him, which I think is why I was off of him last year and I was somewhat off of him this year. But I think he makes sense for this team. Um, and I've always been a fan. And uh, he's got the Stafford connection, which I'm always looking for. So we're going to go ahead and, and lock in Mr. Cup there to pair him with Keenan Allen. Uh, two of the players I mentioned going right off the board after me, DJ Moore, Robert Woods, and then Dak goes off the board there at the 6-4. You're on the clock. Yeah, puts me in a tough spot because the receivers, I think kind of the end of the list that I really liked there was that Cup, Moore, and Woods. Um, so you got your still some top tight ends and Andrews and Hawkinson, Fant on the board, a lot of quarterbacks with Herbert, Rodgers, Lawrence, Burrow, Brady, Hurts. Um, so running back as a position, I think, is drying up a bit. There's a couple of guys. Miles Gaskin is interesting, especially here for redraft. Melvin, Javante Williams, Reem Mostert. Uh, but I think there's a chance maybe you can get a, a, a Williams or a Mostert in the next round coming back. We'll see. Obviously, he's you know, got 10 picks between this pick and the next one. So Gaskin is the pick if I do go running back here. But with the receivers available... I think, you know, with just that balance that I've had and I mentioned already, striking with another upside guy would be interesting and then possibly be able to come back and get one of those running backs in the seventh. And the guy I'd be looking at here, I'm not the biggest fan of, but I do think that the offense is going to take a step forward and he got paid a lot of money this year, so he's going to get the volume, and that's Kenny Galladay. You know, you and I think we're a fan of him earlier in his career and don't know exactly how the Giants are going to pan out from an offensive perspective, but I do think he's going to get a lot of volume. And if Saquon comes back and is healthy, it's going to take some of the heat off of Daniel Jones. So I'm going to go with Kenny Galladay here, third wide receiver, going to be able to pair him with Ridley and Cooper and not really be needing consistency from him, looking for big plays, which I think he'll be able to provide there in that New York offense. And we'll be looking to hopefully get one of those running backs that I mentioned here in the next round. Um, so Melvin Gordon, Mark Andrews, Juju Smith-Schuster, Jamar Chase, Tyler Lockett. So good for the first one. CeeDee Lamb, Miles Gaskin, Devonta Smith, Leonard Fournette, and Justin Herbert. So worked out there the way I was hoping. Uh, Melvin and Gaskin would have been nice, but you got your Javante Williams and Raheem Bostert as two nice options here. Um, now... Both, I think, have some risk inherently with them. Williams maybe is just a slower start, but I do think he's going to be able to get some good work. Whereas Reed Mostert probably is the guy to start the season hot, but he's got two rookies behind him. I think people are really high um, on the first one, uh, like a Trey Sermon. Uh, but Elijah, Elijah Moore, what's the Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell? Yeah. He has been rising for a lot of people in camp. Obviously, it's still super early, but both of those could come out and you know give him some competition, whereas Williams is just working against Melvin. And I think that it could be a good one-two punch there. So I'm going to go Javante Williams here. I've already got some stability with the top two backs. So I get him as kind of a boomer bust running back that could come out down, you know, and maybe have to wait for, but can come out down the road and, can look to get some more stability with some other later running backs. So we're going to lock in Javante Williams here as my third running back and pick here in the seventh round. After him goes Odell Beckham, Brandon Ayuk, and TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, solid pick. I would have liked Williams to uh, 
to get to me, but it is not to be. Uh, I think. Uh, so I would like to continue with the same strategy, grab a running back and grab a wide receiver, you know, maybe grab Mostert and then a, uh, you know, whoever, DJ Shark, Sutton, someone like that. But I think I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to strike at quarterback early. Ooh, Aaron um, Rodgers? Yeah, exactly. You know, we've already said that we're there. assuming everything is going to stay the same. So I, I might as well just double down on that. Uh, between him and Aaron Jones, I'll get, you know, hopefully near every touchdown Green Bay scores. Yeah. You know, unless we see the, the rise of A.J. Dillon. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and lock in a quarterback. I don't know. You know, it's not like we've done a ton of mocks this year, but I don't think I've gone early quarterback yet in any of my mocks. So just kind of feel it out and, and see what this team ends up looking like at the end of the day. I'll, you know, it's good to play with that in mm-hmm. a 10-team because everyone ends up liking their team in a 10-team yeah. uh, league. But we'll see. Um, I will go ahead and grab another – I was going to say wide receiver – but I really should be drafting another running back. So I will let logic prevail on that front, and I'll grab another running back. So Mostert's probably got the most upside if he can stay healthy in that offense. Um, we got both Connor and Edmonds. Both could be interesting. You really don't know which ones it's going to be. Drake is a complete dark throw. Um, David Johnson could be huge in the pass-catching game, specifically – uh, Ronald Jones, you really don't know what his split with Fournette's going to be. Mike Davis, solid option as well. So there's plenty of good options here. I think uh, I want to go with Mostert, but David Johnson's actually jumping out at me as having that kind of pass-catching upside on a team that's going to be trailing a lot and will probably utilize him a lot. And he didn't seem to really lose anything in the way of pass-catching last year. So, hmm. I think yeah, I think I'll do David Johnson and just try to move away from that constant injury risk. You know, he doesn't ah, but he's got a thousand other running backs to compete with. <laughs> ah boy, yeah, it's tough. I think we're gonna do it anyway. You got what? Mark Ingram and Ingram Lindsay, Lindsay Burkhead. Burkhead there, yeah. Yeah, Burkhead too. doesn't really matter. Um yeah. I'm also not super concerned about Ingram. I mean, if I'm drafting it'll be a pass catcher, Ingram doesn't you know, he's, he's yeah. doing it, but he's not David Johnson, right? And yeah, Lindsey falls in the same boat. Like, he's not bad, but he's not David Johnson either. So I'll stick with David Johnson. I mean, it's not like Mostert doesn't have Sermon breathing down his neck. So I'll mm-hmm. go ahead and, and draft him and then probably start focusing on the wide receiver position a little bit more. DJ Chark and Watt will go off the board. And there is Mostert finally at the 8 4. You're up. Right before me, too. I was hoping if when you said you were going to take Mostert, that he would fall down and be the perfect kind of pairing with Jonathan Williams. Yeah, almost, man. Not meant to be. Not meant to be. But it's still got a pretty good uh, mix of running backs and wide receivers, three running backs, three receivers, and my tight end. So we continue to strike balance here. We've got Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts, Watson, Tannehill. So still some quality quarterbacks on the board that I wouldn't mind getting in the next round or two. Uh, but with a lot of teams already taking quarterbacks, I think you <clears throat> can afford to gamble at least one more round here. Um, so looking at some running backs, we have Chase Edmonds, Kenyon Drake, James Conner, Ronald Jones, Mike Davis, Damian Harris, Michael Carter. Uh, some interesting receivers still on the board. Colton Sutton, nice upside guy. Uh, to once again pair with this group that I have and 
if he comes back and is healthy and is himself and has a viable quarterback, he could be a steal here in the eighth round. T. Higgins is interesting as well. I think his value is kind of diminished a bit because of all the hype for Chase. So interesting to see him still there. Uh, but for me, I think it's pretty easy to lock in Sutton here. I think the value is just really good at that position. I'm really happy with the receiving core that I have and be pretty confident that at least two, if not three of them, will be able to step out and be solid contributors for this team and really have to worry about one or no flex positions. So we're going to lock in Corton Sutton here and then still have flexibility to go really any position but tight end in the next round. Got Chase Edmonds going, James Conner, T. Higgins, Noah Fant, Kenyon Drake, Ronald Jones, Chase Claypool, Jerry Judy, Jarvis Landry, and Will Fuller. A couple of uh, receivers I liked in Judy and Landry going there. Obviously, Judy probably wouldn't have taken with Sutton, but guy that I think has some pretty good value. Um, so still have all the quarterbacks on the board, and only one team behind me doesn't have one. I would imagine at you know, max two of them go quarterback, you know, out of the three, not counting you. So I think I can afford to wait at least one more round. Um, so running backs, you're looking at Mike Davis, Damian Harris, Michael Carter, Todd Gurley, Dylan Moss, Trey Sermon. Some interesting options there. Wide receiver, Brandon Cooks, Marquise Brown. Deontay Johnson is one that sticks out as a, as a good val- value and um, volume pass, pass catcher. Debo Samuel, Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson. Still some quality guys there. I think running back's the position here for me because of just the scarcity. And I think Mike Davis is a good one here to pair up with Javante Williams. He likely starts the year, at least for the first few games, and who knows, maybe for the whole year as the RB1 for the team. So hopefully, at the very least, he can be a bridge for me to get to when Javante Williams is really contributing. Um, And at best, he comes out and is the running back all year and could be really good trade bait for when Javante Williams is ready to contribute. So you go Mike Davis here. Still some receivers I like that I could get in the next round and, and possibly even strike a quarterback. So Mike Davis will be the pick. After him, Malcolm Brown, Joe Burrow, and Curtis Samuel. So I am very happy with how things turned out here. Um, Sorry, Marquise Brown, not Malcolm Brown. Yeah, Hollywood. We all know. No one's drafted Malcolm Hollywood. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I was eyeing up uh, Curtis Samuel, Deontay Johnson, Debo, and uh, Robbie Anderson. Um, I was kind of worried because I had four people I liked in those four spots ahead of me. But the moment you with, uh, you pivoted over to the running back, I got quite a bit happy or happier. And then uh, <laughs> a uh, a quarterback went, so I can grab two of the wide receivers that I wanted. And I think I'm going to grab Deontay Johnson and Debo. Um, nothing wrong with Robbie Anderson. You know, I just trust Big Ben and San Francisco as a whole a little bit more than I trust you know Darnold and, and what's going to happen there. Um, you know, with that in mind, if instead of Joe Burrow being drafted, it was Debo, I'd probably be plugging in Robbie Anderson here. So it's not like I don't like him, but just like these two a little bit more. It makes me feel quite comfortable with my wide receiver position, giving me Keenan Allen, Cooper Cup, Deontay Johnson, and Debo Samuel. So let's go lock him in. Don't really need to say too much more. Uh, next pick is I think where things get interesting because my team's pretty evened up at that point. So 
We will see. Brandon Cooks goes off the board. Mike Kosicki and uh, Robbie Anderson, right before you. Were you looking at Robbie Anderson? Yeah, Robbie, um, Samuel, Johnson, and Samuel. So all of them were guys that I was interested in. Um, it, it makes this a little more difficult because if they were there, I think I'd lock it in and gamble one more round on quarterback. But two guys I think I like ahead of the rest are Tom Brady and Jalen Hurts for two very different reasons. Brady, I think the offense is just going to be good, and his, his age is, is really discounting him. But I think, I, I think he's going to be – I mean, I think – I would have taken him over Burrow, probably, you know, over everybody else is still here, not over Herbert or Rogers where you took him, but I think he's going to be a really good quarterback to get, I'd say somewhat late here in the 10th round. Um, and Jalen Hurts, just the rushing volumes there, it's a little riskier because, you know, we saw it for six games and he looked good last year, but there is a chance that he comes out and, you know, is not the guy that we saw. Whereas Brady, I think I'm more confident in at least for 2021, he will come out and, and be the guy that we saw there and, and probably has more upside overall. We'll see. Hurts, I think there's still going to be some growing pains. Um, a longer term, obviously, Dynasty and 2022 and beyond. There's probably a better chance that Hurts is the guy, but who knows? So Brady is the one I'm hoping for here, but I, you know, we take a look here at running back and receiver to see if there's anything that sticks out enough to risk that one of those two get back to me in the 11th round. Running back, we're looking at Damon Harris, Michael Carter, Todd Gurley, AJ Dillon, Trey Sermon, Zach Moss. Not a ton there. You got Naim Hines, Jamal Williams, and Gus Edwards are guys a little bit later that I like that could probably get in the next round or two. So it'd really probably be Michael Carter or Trey Sermon. If I'm going running back at wide receiver, you've got Robert Tunyon technically listed here. Uh, but more likely you're looking at guys like LaVisca Chenault, Michael Pittman, Tyler Boyd, Rashad Bateman, Dorothy Parker. So some quality guys there as well. I think I'm going to strike at the position that I, you know, would know that I'm going to be starting a guy here and I'm going to go with Tom Brady and just lock him in as my starting quarterback and then just fill out the rest of that running back and receiver position the rest of the way here. So we go Brady here in the 10th round. After him goes his best friend, Rob Gronkowski, Damon Harris, Robert Tunyon, LaVisca Chenault, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Logan Thomas, Dallas Goddard, Sean Watson, and Michael Carter. So Given the quarterbacks that went, I would imagine if I didn't go Brady, Hurts probably falls to me there in the 11th round. But I imagine he probably would have went over Watson and Hurts. And being that I preferred Brady, pretty happy with the way that that turned out. Um, so looking at the running backs, Trey Sermon is interesting to me here. I wonder if he gets back to me. Don't imagine you take him. Actually, no, you didn't um, take Mostert. So there's a chance you would take him. I don't imagine the guy behind me takes him, given that he is Mostert. But he would be one of the running backs I'd be looking at here. Wide receiver, Michael Pittman, Tyler Boyd, Bateman, Parker, all interesting, but none, I think, stick out a ton. Um, and I think I'd be okay with any of them as my wide receiver five in the next round. So I think getting a guy like Trey Sermon is pretty impactful. He's another rookie, but another guy that just has a lot of upside, right? I've got my two stud, you know, stud backs early on. After that, I'm just taking guys that hopefully have an impact early. I think with Davis and with Sermon, I'm going to know, at least early on, how much of an impact they're going to have on the team. Um, so 
can make a decision on them pretty early on. So we're going to go with Sermon here, see which of the receivers get back. Uh, Stafford goes, AJ Dillon, Ryan Tannehill. So it's feel like I really struck at quarterback at the right time with quarterbacks starting to go as the second quarterbacks for some teams. Um, and then we're up to you after Tannehill. Yeah, so I'm looking at the, the running back position here and kind of the benefit of being on turn is if I like two of them, I could just grab two of them, right? So mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have to grab wide receivers. Again, Keenan Allen, Cooper Cup, Deontay Johnson, Debo Samuel, I'm pretty comfortable with that. Uh, there is definitely a world where that blows up in my face. Um, you know, if Big Ben is, is really on the decline and Deontay isn't looking good and, and Debo is kind of the third wheel, that's not ideal for me. Um, but as you had mentioned, I'm really not in love with the wide receivers. Uh, like, you know, it's pretty much the same. Yeah, it's the same crop you had. Pittman, Boyd, Bateman, mm-hmm. Corey Davis, Dante Parker, Rondell Moore, T.Y. Hilton, Hardman, Antonio Brown's kind of interesting. Gallup's interesting. Uh, I would be okay reaching for Mike Williams here, but I already have Ken Allen and I don't really don't want to double up. So uh, I think I will go ahead and just strike double running backs here. Uh, Sermon would not have gotten back to you. Uh, that, so. <laughs> that is for sure. Um, but I am comfortable taking a shot on Zach Moss this year. Um, and, you know, his limited opportunity last year, he wasn't bad. Uh, and you know, maybe he emerges. The, the opportunity is certainly there. So I'm okay taking a shot on Zach Moss. And then of the remaining options here, Gurley, Gainwell, Singletary, Tony Pollard, Naeem Hines, Jamal Williams. Um, I think Gainwell probably has the most upside of them all. If he can carve out like an Austin Eckler type role, you know, Gurley is obviously not on a team, and and when he gets on to one, he'll have touchdown upside. You know, I guess maybe like a blunt kind of role, and, and that's about it. Uh, Devin Singletary is just not going to happen, I don't think. Uh, Tony Pollard's got plenty of upside as he goes down. We've seen that before. Naeem Hines has you know some PPR upside, and Jamal Williams is bad either. But I see Gainwell's having the better upside. Um, I don't know what his floor is. His floor is probably really bad because Miles Sanders catch passes, but I don't think. That would realistically happen. I think Philly would use both. So I'm going to go ahead and lock in Gadewell, take a shot on a running back here late, uh, and then at least be open to my last two picks to, to take two shots on some wide receivers because the running back position is going to be uh, barren by the time it gets back to me. So we'll go ahead and lock him in here, see gets, what gets to you for your picks here. So Pittman goes, Tyler Boyd, and then Hunter Henry. Yeah, so those are two of the receivers I was looking at in Pittman and Boyd, hoping that we get back looking at loading up on, you know, receiver and running back here. So you got Bateman, Dante Parker, I think is someone I'd be interested in, uh, especially at this point in the draft. Rondell Moore, T.Y. Hilton, Antonio Brown probably also is in a bad pick. Uh, You know, there's going to be a lot of boomer bust in that offense, probably with a lot of the amount of receivers that they have. Um, So a couple of interesting guys running back. Still got Naim Hines, Jamal Williams, Gus Edwards. Um, all three of those guys I think I'd be okay with as well. So really just trying to figure out which of all those guys gets back to me in the next round. And I think there's probably a chance that most of them do. Um, but the one I think that's least likely is Dante Parker. So try some more balance here. We go with Parker, get a fifth receiver, and then have the flexibility of those other guys I mentioned here in the last two rounds. So... Dante Parker it is. 
Bateman goes, Fields, Corey Davis, Todd Gurley, Rondale Moore to round out the 12th. Zach Ertz, Kirk Cousins, Devin Singletary, Irv Smith, and Evan Ingram go here to round out that next. Uh, getting back to me here at the 13th round. Um, so looking behind, it looks like probably a bigger need from the teams outside of you because you're pretty even is running backs so are probably will look to strike at running back here and then go wide receiver. And I'm going to go with the guy that I think I'm going to probably have on a lot of teams, and that's Gus Edwards. I think he's a guy you can get. And, you know, both he and Dobbins are going to have good value. But if one of them goes down, the other one is going to have great value. And you're going to be able to get Gus Edwards in really late in drafts. So Gus is going to be my guy here and likely go receiver if if, uh, everyone else goes, possibly running back here in the last round. Ah, oh, man, I must say, A, it would have been tempting to grab Pollard here, even though I just went double mm-hmm. to rubble running backs. I'm also looking and seeing Matt Ryan on the board and, and kind of regretting going with uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Um, him yeah. going after Fields and Cousins just doesn't make sense to me, but no, I mean, whatever. The Julio discount, I guess. Yeah, I guess, but uh, yeah, I mean, someone's going to be lucky with that pick. Um, in fact... I'm going to make my little predict- prediction here. Well, I bet he goes to Team 8. Uh, team 8, on it. Yeah, that's going to be my little prediction there. But as far as uh, wide receivers go, I, I said I'd probably take two, and, and that's what I'll do. So we've got Antonio Brown there. Interesting. Michael Gallup, Mike Williams, uh, Darnell Mooney, Elijah Moore, Marvin Jones, Henry Ruggs, Aguilar. So uh, some interesting options here. Um, I will – hmm. So again, I'm not doing Mike Williams because I got Keenan Allen. I'm not doing Mooney. It's, he's, it's not bad upside, but it's just fine. Elijah Moore, I don't want to deal with a rookie. Marvin Jones, I'm just not seeing it anymore. So I'm really looking at Antonio Brown, Michael Gallup, and Henry Ruggs. And I think what I'm going to end up doing is going with Antonio Brown as a as weird as it is to say he's safe because he's a suspension risk, risk, uh, risk at any moment. Um, you know, he mm-hmm. performed well last year when he was playing. So I would look to that to continue. Um, and then I'll take the upside shot on rugs. I think I'll be drafting rugs a lot this year because he goes pretty late and it's a decent upside shot. And I feel like I can afford that shot. So we will go ahead and lock in Mr. Ruggs. Uh, oh, I was wrong. Um, darn. Johnny Smith went. Uh, Jamal Williams went to teammate. That's a pretty solid pick for them. And then Naeem Hines, you're on the clock. Yeah, so it takes out most of the guys I was looking at there. Brown, Jonathan, or sorry, Brown, Jamal Williams, and I'm Hines were the guys I was hoping we get back. So looking a little deeper here, Mooney is someone I'd be interested in. Um, Michael, Mike Williams, as we mentioned, Nelson Aguilar, some good shots to take. Um, even Nick Brian Edwards as someone that maybe pops early on. If not, you, you kind of know what you get early. So it's kind of the guy I'm looking at here to see what happens. Philip Lindsay, Tevin Coleman, Javion Hawkins, another Atlanta running back, Elijah Mitchell, some interesting guys, but don't really want to double up on the running backs there. Not bad um, because, you know, you know what you get early, but I think I'm going to go with another guy that I think I am going to get in a lot of leagues and probably be possibly be cutting in a lot of leagues early on. Uh, and that's going to be Brian Edwards, guy that I've been high on coming out of the draft. And I think he could take a big second year step. 
But after week one or two, if he's still not doing it, someone that I'd be comfortable cutting and, you know, getting my first big waiver claim in on. So Brian Edwards here to end my draft. And then after him, McKissick, Gallup, Tariq Cohen, Mike Williams, and Darnell Mooney to end the draft. Awesome. So uh, we can run down our teams here. So I'll go first. Again, I was drafting out of the 10 spot. Uh, at the quarterback position, got Aaron Rodgers. At the running back position, we got uh, Aaron Jones, Chris Carson, Kareem Hunt, David Johnson, Zach Moss, and Kenneth Gainwell. At wide receiver, Ian Allen, Cooper Cup, Deontay Johnson, Diva Samuel, Antonio Brown, Henry Ruggs. And at tight end, we got Travis Kelsey. Uh, I'm not in love with the wide receiver grouping here. I mean, when you're going with a tight end early, this is kind of something that's going to happen. You know, um, you're going to be missing, you know, a spot somewhere that you would have liked to fill. I feel like I'd be a little bit more confident if I didn't go with Rogers as well. It could have plugged in Mostert there. I don't think that that would make me feel like real comfortable. Uh, whereas if I replace Travis Kelsey with Eckler, you know, that would make me feel more comfortable, but that would help. It would give me another shot at running back. Um, you know, seeing Andrews get to the, what was it? Sixth round or Hawkinson getting to the seventh. Mm-hmm. I could have went with Eckler instead of Kelsey and grab one of those two later, which I, I like both of them this year. So probably would have did that, but overall I don't mind this team. It's not bad. Uh, I'm just not in love with weight. Um, what do you think of your team? Yeah, I'm pretty happy overall. Run through it quick here. I've got Tom Brady at quarterback, Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, Javante Williams, Mike Davis, Trey Sermon, and Gus Edwards at running back, Calvin Ridley, Amari Cooper, Kenny Galladay, Cortland Sutton, Devontae Parker, and Brian Edwards at wide receiver, and then Darren Waller at tight end. Um, so pretty happy you know, with Waller at the tight end position, the receiver position I'm pretty happy with as well. Got solid depth and some good starters. Um, I like Brady as a late quarterback. I think the only thing I, you know, not thrilled about is, is the depth at running back. You know, a lot of risky business there. If I do get a running back injury, I think that's what happens. You know, when you don't go, you know, when, when you go to running backs early and want to load up on those other premium positions like tight end and wide receiver, it it doesn't allow you to keep, build that depth at running back like you do with a more well balanced trap like you had there on your end. I, I must say, I was really disappointed in. Team two. Team eight, we could talk about too. I, I found them interesting. But team two, I was watching it was Dalvin Cook, Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins, Allen Robinson, Kyler Murray. And I was looking at the team like, wow, if you can add some good start. Yeah, if you can add some good run, uh, wide receivers there, that'd be really interesting. But then they added Chase, and I know that's going to upset some people, but it's going to take a while. Yeah, I'd um, rather have CD Lamb there. Yeah, L- Lamb's there and Lockett's there. You know, that's yep. interesting. Um, Gaskin is fine, mm-hmm. um, but you didn't need a running back given who you drafted earlier. No, Fant solid. Yeah, you could Devonta Smith, Ayuk even could have been options there for them. Yeah, Chark, you know Sutton. Yeah, um, but and then you went Claypool and Chenault, which are both fine, but they would make sense more on you know a team that's more solid at wide receiver and you could just take like an upside shot on one of them not a team that mm-hmm. desperately needs him so i was disappointed there and teammate will uh tyreek hill joe mixon deandre swift miles sanders james robinson robert woods brandon Ayuk, waddle burrow kasicki um what do you think of that team i think it's got good players i mean i'm not thrilled about some of the later picks 
And like Robinson, I just don't know what to make of him. Sanders, I think we're both a little more down on, but in the fourth round is solid. Woods is a really good second receiver if you're getting him in the sixth round. Uh, and Ayuk and Waddle are decent number three receivers, but you probably only need to start one of them. So probably M bounce to be a pretty solid team, especially with the later picks that they got. I'd say probably one of the better CPU teams that was drafted. Yeah, I wish they would have swapped out James Robinson for Mark Andrews. That'd make yeah, you feel that would have been nice. Better. Any teams on here jumping out to you? Um, none, none specifically. I mean, interesting when you go Mahomes early, you got Mahomes and Kittle. Uh, but you still got Kamara and Dave Montgomery, so not horrible running backs. And then receivers, McLaurin, Juju, Bunch Smith, Higgins, and Judy. A lot of depth at receiver, so that's an interesting team. Obviously, no running back depth to speak of, but other than that, you know, you probably go running backs earlier than the last two rounds, but team three isn't horrible aside from the running back depth. Yeah, I mean, Singletary and Cohen are good late. I, I would have really liked yeah. to swap out Devontae Smith for Fournette or Javante Williams yep. or Mostert, you know, someone in that tier is yeah, Devontae Smith. I think Smith, that would have been then, really good for them. Yeah, I would have been happy. Um, Tanyan, you know, in the 10th rounds. Not needed. Fought, yeah. And, and no. Watson. You got Kittle yeah. in the home, so you, yeah, you would have you had running backs there probably, right? Probably, and that's just, you know, so when sleepers drafting back Carter up. and Sermon yeah. probably. Yeah, that's what happens. Um still it's a little late. I would have rather had the running backs earlier, but that's a good call because yeah. that's a that's a pretty interesting team. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely interesting to see. And and the, you know, you kind of take these mock drafts with a grain of salt because of the CPUs going double tight end, double quarterback, and, and just some interesting picks, but it's still always a good exercise. Yeah, for sure. And again, you know, as we've said it before, you got to know your league. If you have a league that drops drafts a lot of backup quarterbacks, then you know this is the mock for you. If not, then you mm-hmm. know, may move over to Fancy Pros and try them out. Um, I know we probably should do our next one of Fancy Pros just to get yeah, so it's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but that is about uh, going to do it for us today. Will do you have any uh, anything else you need, need to you're recognizing on this board before we close up the show, or are you good to go? Nothing here for me specifically. Uh, everyone, enjoy your week and enjoy, I guess, the weekend because this will be coming out on Friday. And hopefully weather's getting nice wherever you are. Yeah, indeed. Until next week, folks, trust your board.